Welcome to another segment of the Saturday Morning Motivation. I'm your host, C. Maria Wall, and I just have to let you all know that I am actually broadcasting blindly today. It would appear that an error message showed up in my blog talk radio studio, and I'm running multiple systems, and I cannot log on. The good part is that I had 
called into the system and it would appear to be working. So there is no chat room. There is no, um, I don't have a switchboard. So I don't know who's on, who's not on. I just know that you can hear my voice if you have called in. Um, So again, uh, welcome to our program. I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the mediator, and she wrote right here at Your Ground Zero. I just want to start off, as you all know, for those of you who saw my promos for today's show, I have returned. I have been in mourning and prayer for the last um, couple of days within, I believe it was like a 72-hour period, um, seven people lost their lives senselessly. And I just want to start off today by saying this. Not everyone who looks like me is my friend, and not everyone who does not an enemy. And today, I, I titled my show, I'm, I'm Prayers for My Children, because I want you to pray for yourself and your family, because so many of us, we tend to wait for someone else to pray for us, wait for someone else to come in and save us, wait for someone else to come in and take care of us. We need to pray for ourselves and our family, because you see, when we take the lead, when we become involved, we become proactive, not reactive, but proactive. So we need to do this. So today I'm praying for mine. I'm praying for yours as well. But today, let me tell you something. I'm praying for mine because let's just jump right into this program because this is a plague that's running rampant across our country right now. But um, let's talk about the black versus all. I charge any of you who do not look like me, if there was a magic potion or way for our spirits to trade places, would you trade and live in my skin and live in my world and experience everything that I experience for one week? I can say yes had you asked me that question if nothing more but out of sheer curiosity to see just how privileged a life you really have. But many of you would not, unless you're lying to yourselves or unless you are clutting for punishment or something else is going on, but most people would not want to trade places with me and live a week in my skin. So to this I say, if you're not willing to do that, if you jump off there, no, 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 I don't want to do that, then stop claiming that there's, it's not that bad. Stop claiming, claiming that there is no problem. Stop claiming that everyone is treated the same because in reality, it's not the truth. You know it and I know it. And by you saying, calm down, it's not the truth. No one has ever calmed down when they were told to calm down. That's number one. Secondly, if you're not willing to trade places with me for one week so you can see how I live. And I'm C. Maria. I'm the person that's known by millions all over the world. I have helped. I have mentored. I have guided. I have taught people all over the world. And if you don't want to walk a mile in my shoes, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to walk a mile in a young lady who was in the car who watched her boyfriend die 
or you wouldn't want to walk a, 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 a mile or a week in the shoes of the mother who was on TV talking about her husband who's dead or showing his son who was in tears at the loss of his father. So you see, you do know that there's a problem. You just don't want to admit, I'm so tired of people not wanting to address the hard issues. I'm so tired of people not wanting to admit that, yes, there is disparity in treatment. I'm so tired of having to pick up the pieces of people's mistakes who don't look like me because some people don't want to address them because they all look alike. So you dis, you throw me under the bus, as so many people tend to say, because I have to clean up the mess of others. And I'm C. Maria, known all over the world, have helped, guided, taught, mentored people all over the world. And I still live in this real world, this place where I have to step outside of my comfort zone. I have to go into the real world, where I have to be targeted, where I have to be profiled. Many years ago, many years ago, I had just gone back to work, had spine surgery, and I was leaving my job. I had turned on my way home. There was a car that had three or four black men in it, a copper petty Mercedes, matter of fact. He's in one lane. I was in another. I had my hair back. I had my neck brace on because I was coming back from spine surgery, and a Baltimore County policeman had come behind. He was originally behind the gentleman. But then he saw me in the other lane, one black person opposed to three or four. So he comes behind me. I said, okay, this fool is going to stop me. I got up to the red light, and I made a left turn. No sooner than I did that, here come the lights. And I said, okay. And um, he got out of his car, and he told me something. I said, officer, I can't turn to look at you because I have on a neck brace. I had spine surgery. It's my first day back to work. What are you stopping me for? Uh, uh, I stopped you because you were speeding. Uh, I said, and you know that how? Because I don't see a speed camera. Oh, I was pacing you is what he told me. And I said, uh-huh. And then I said, That's, I find it kind of hard being as though I'm here in a brace and I can't really. I'm very careful driving. Then he said, well, what's your driving record look like? And I told him, this was years ago. I said, it's probably better than yours. So you could tell by his face when he saw because my hair was back in a bun. All he saw was my black face through his squad car. And he thought, one black man maybe over top of a multitude of them in this car. So I'll just stop this one black. A ticket is a ticket. I said, you know what? I'll see you in court because this pacing thing doesn't work for me, being as though I'm all jacked up anyway. So you see, and when he got out and he saw that I was a female, you could tell that he was like, dang. We may not be there at the top of their target list, but we are still on there by virtue of the color of our skin. So none of us who are brown or better are safe from this type of treatment. So this is when I'm going to get really real into this because I see that um, the Blog Talk Radio Network is still not working, and I'm really upset behind this because I don't know who's there, but Welcome to those of you who may be in the call query. Welcome to those of you who are listening today. Uh, If by some wonderful miracle 
that it comes back online and the chat rooms open and all of that. Welcome to those of you there. And of course, welcome you to those of you who will hear the replay of this show. Hopefully, Blog Talk Radio can get that right and the replay will be up. But at this point, um, I just want to jump into the show and trust me. No one think that I'm attacking anyone because I'm about to keep it as real. Because before we can take care of anyone else on the outside, we have to address the problems from within, from within our homes, from within our communities, from within our own people. So, see, we have to learn how to take care of home. Stop putting. Let me tell you something right here, right now. And I'm talking to the people who look like me. And maybe some of you don't, but you're not treated the way we are. So let me talk to the people who look like me. I'm an educated, professional black woman, been there, done that, I speak well, or so I'm told, all of that. Wonderful, great. Let me just talk to the people who look like me, because um, we can't expect anyone to take us seriously and to tell us that our lives matter when we're not even proving it to ourselves. Take care of home. To you men, stop putting your dirty dipsticks in every piece of rotten cotton bush that comes along. Make real families again. Live within your means. Let me say that again. Live within your means. Stop putting your dirty dipstick in every bush of rotten cotton that comes along, making children all over the place that you can't afford, you didn't want, and then you move on to the next one. And ladies, learn how to keep closed. How about that? Learn how to keep your gates closed. Violence is not the answer. Violence is not the answer. You all use everything from I'm a single parent. I was a single parent. I was a married wife too, but I was a single parent for the majority of the time with my male child, who in turn grew up, got married, got a job, and then he had male children. I'm doing this show because seven people who I had no ties to other than a human tie, seven people, their lives, who did not need to die. There are people who are on my social media sites who have made such disparaging comments and hateful comments. Oh, the shooter should be hanged and this and that. Oh, so you're just going to jump up. It's not only that, but you don't look like they do either. So I suggest that you chill out because guess what? If they could annihilate all of us who are brown tomorrow, they're going to find someone else to attack because that's how it works. Take away all of us brown people, make you all happy, some of you happy. You're going to start attacking each other if you're the only people left on the earth. The brunettes and the blondes are going to attack the redheads. And when the redheads are annihilated, the brunettes are going to attack the blondes. And when the blondes are annihilated, the brunettes are going to attack the ones that are tall and short, fat and skinny. I always have this moment of silence because I want you to really think about and digest what I've said. And reflect upon it. So I will stop 
It hasn't gone off air yet, but I will stop because I want you to hear what's going on. I want you to really let this sink in. Is violence the answer? No, because violence begets violence. And the same people would say things like, you want a war, you have one. We're coming for you. So you're threatening me just like everyone else. But it's okay for some people to do this because there's an excuse and a reason for everything that they do. But we can sit in a car with a broken headlight and we get shot. Or a broken taillight and we get shot. Or we get stopped for no particular reason other than the virtue of the color of our skin and we are murdered. The statistics speak for themselves. I work in the penal system. I work in the legal system. I work in the court system. I know the true statistics. Stop speaking about what somebody told you. Find someone who can teach you how to do the research for yourself. Doesn't matter which major news um, group you look at. The bottom line is simple. Each one will tell you what the numbers and the figures and the analytics and the statistics say. Yes, we are targeted. Violence is not the answer. America is a country of greed. They thrive off of economic growth because it breeds power. Well, it's time for you to take it back. Black lives may not matter, but the black dollar does. Stop buying the hair, the nails, the shoes, the clothing, the other material items you did not earn by hard work. And you can't afford, even if you did. If you have to work four jobs and have overtime on three of the four just to afford the big house, the fancy car, all of the hair, the nails, the this, the that, then you are part of the problem. And you're also a part of the solution. You see, the powers that be, they know that some people that look like me have a short attention span. They know that we're going to forget all about it. And they know that we're not going to stop buying the hair and the nails and all of this. There's nothing worse than watching these young girls with all this fake hair in their heads and they're always running their fingers through it because they're so amazed by it. My hair can be kinky one day. I can condition it, wrap it, and the next day it's bone straight all by itself. And I love the way it feels. I love when, it, when I'm stressed out and it gets kinky and it's curly. I love that. And I will put it out. I'll brush it back on the sides, make my little curly bush, and go ahead on about my business. And the next day, I can wear it, sweep to the side, nice, cute little page boy look, whatever it is. Because then it's straight. With no chemicals, it's not long flowing down my back. It's who I am. It's what I have. It's what God left me with at my age and at this juncture in my life. I'm good with that. There's nothing worse than me standing in line, living from paycheck to paycheck, when people with high school education, when people who don't look like me are making high five and six-figure salaries that they're not qualified for, and here I am struggling overqualified and underpaid 
And I have to clean up the mess of those same people with their six-figure salaries because I know the job when those people don't, but nobody wants to address the issues and point the finger where they belong. And then I have to go to the food store, and there's people in front of me, and they have two carts full of name-brand foods and a brood of children and the hairs and nails on, as you all say, fleek or whatever the new slang is. And then they pull out that EBT card. And they're paying for it with my tax dollars. And here I am with a few items in the car, stressed out every single day, living from day to day. And here they come with two carts, and everything is a name brand with steaks and seafood and this and that on their EBT cards. Yeah, I'm talking about you. And you know who I'm talking about, or you know someone who I'm talking about. Because, you see, we have to come clean with home first. We have to take care of home first. We have to take care of home first. If we don't, nothing else matters. Show me that your life matters as much as mine does. And for those of you, you know, you know doggone well, we go to certain neighborhoods, we're the first ones to make sure that our doors are locked. We're the first ones to make sure that nobody can get in. You go do business. I remember years ago, I wanted to get myself a nice car. I had it like that back then. I had it like that. So what happened? Simple. I go into a Mercedes dealership, and I'm standing there. And there was one African-American gentleman. He walked past me, must have been a million times. I stood right in one spot in the middle of that floor looking around at the cars. And a couple had come in that was not black. Looked like they had just gotten off the bus. And he runs up, how you doing? Welcome. What can we do for you? And I'm still standing in the same spot. And I may have shared this story before, so those people were, I think they just wanted directions or something crazy. So they left, and he went on about his business. Then a lady had come down, and she said, are you being helpless? I said, no, I've been standing here for X amount of minutes. She said, well, what would you like to do? I said, you know what? I said, I just thought that I wanted to do something nice for myself, so I wanted to buy myself a nice car for my birthday. And I saw this car, and I want to see it. I know it's here. Well, it wasn't really there, so they had another one that I liked equally. And um, we went in, and we were talking, and I said, well, I wanted to put like $7,500 down, as in cash. She said, I'm sorry? It's either 6000 or 7500 I can't remember now. But it was a large sum of money. So we did all the paperwork and everything, and she was waiting for everything to get done and wanted to get the car done. You could hear. She said, excuse me for a moment. So she went out there, and she said, that woman has been standing, and she did X, Y, Z, and blah, 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 blah. What are you all, crazy? We could have lost that sale. Blah, 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 blah. Here he comes, Mr. Black Man. Would you like a cup of coffee? I don't want Jack from you, brother. So you see, people, we don't even like ourselves, but we want to tell them to respect and like us. 
we won't even do right for ourselves and by ourselves. We won't even do right to each other. Are you kidding me? Quiet on this section. Now the service says service unavailable, zero size objects. The service temporarily unable to service your request. Please try again later. So I'm hoping that this show will be around after it's over um, because people need to hear this. But it never fails that this, maybe it's time for me to move on to another server because this is really getting to be um, frustrating when you never know whether or not your shows are going to air or not. Um, Now it says the page isn't working. So we're going to keep talking because I do know that you can hear me if you called in. So let's keep moving on. And this is another section because, again, we have to take care of home. And trust me, I'm going to bring it all together at the end. I'm not going to leave any stone unturned, so trust me. But right now I need to take care of my own and home. So you pseudo-pastors and you false prophets, don't keep showing up when the cameras do. Let me say that again. Don't keep showing up when the cameras do or when you see a free publicity opportunity. Don't keep doing that. Haven't heard you all yet. It's not enough cameras around. It's not enough public hoo-ha for you to show up while you're living, taking the church money to get into your million-dollar homes and driving your fancy cars while you're talking about the hoes who ain't loyal, but yet you caught with your dirty dipstick up in some other parishioner's rotten cotton and all of that type of thing. Yeah, brother, I'm talking about you because you need to have plenty of seats. And while you're at it, take some of your fellow pastors and pseudo-prophets with you. You need to have several seats because no one buys into your credibility when you all leave such dirty lives behind the scenes. Nobody buys into that. If you want to play that role, you need to make sure that if you're doing dirt, that it's well covered and it's it's dug deeply in the ground. But yeah, ever since I heard that, and I know how that particular individual is. There's nothing he can do and or say for me. You come up there with the these people, hallelujah, and how did this, that, and how did this, that. How many days do you spend in the studio practicing your script? Stop it. Have a seat. Have a seat. Someone just wrote this morning on social media, where are all the heroes and leaders? We're here. You all are just looking at the branded fools out there who are doing the same thing that the other people are doing. Let me tell you this. It's the same thing. They're taking your money. They're taking your your trust. They're violating some of your bodies. They're pocketing everything. If you don't have an outside job, don't tell me to tie to you to make me pay for your million-dollar mortgage. I'm not going to do it. And when you dirty a sin, stay out from in front of the cameras. Nobody wants to hear the dribble that you're peddling. Nobody. And I am not saying that every single pastor and prophet out here are dirty. I'm not saying that because, see, a lot of you have that selective listening. 
You'll come and she said this and she said that. I did not. Okay, let me explain that again. Not every pastor, not every prophet is dirty. Some of you are in it because God called you to do it, and it is your anointing to do it. But the rest of you have a seat. Matter of fact, have plenty of seats. Because the minute I see you as an educated, college-educated, Ivy League-educated black woman, I turn you off because there's nothing you can say to me. You're not in it to help people. You're in it for your own personal gain. I know this, and many of us know this. But will you? For those of you who look like me, stop buying the hair, the nails. Will you go out and get a job? Will you stop dealing with these no-good women and these sorry-tale men who aren't bringing anything to the table? No, you won't. This is what nobody is saying. Let's put it where it belongs, people. We need to take care of home. And until we do that, nothing else is going to work. Everything that you see is going to get worse. People found courage in that Congress almost eight years ago. When Congress showed them it was okay to disrespect their commander-in-chief, it spread like a wildfire in California on the hottest day of the year. That's what happened. That's what's going on. People, they found the courage in the Congress, and it has spread. It has continued to spread, and it will continue to spread because nobody yet that I have heard has just called it like it is, like I'm doing right now. The problem doesn't lie within them. The problem started with us. The problem will end with us. I saw the video of that gentleman where those two burly cops pushed that man down on the ground. And allegedly one of the cops said, he got a gun. Well, yeah, that's what you got called for. You knew that his ass had a gun. And, yeah, I said ass had a gun before you even got there. That gun was deep in his pocket, that little itty-bitty gun, and you two burly cops are on him, and you shoot that man at point-blank range. I saw him lying there on his back with the blood gushing out of the middle of his chest, and as he reached up and his hand was shaking, his left hand, his arm, his forearm was shaking as he was dying. I watched that. You could say his fuck. Each time you all do it, what do we hear? Usually you yell out that same F word. And I don't usually curse, but I'm going to say what you all say, because each time you all managed to say that, because you knew that you had done wrong in that instant. But then your privilege comes back and you say, well, I'm going to get away with it anyway. So it doesn't matter anymore. And no sooner, because you all know what my schedule is like. You know that I'm up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And no sooner than that, the next day. That woman had such grace and poise, and she filmed her significant other lying there, dying. I saw him die. Officer, I have a permit to carry concealed. I am carrying. Get your wallet. Yes, sir. I'm going to get my wallet. Bang, 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 bang. I told him, I told him uh, uh, to keep still. No, you told him to get his wallet. The last officer that tried that to pull up the man at the gas station or wherever it was, in whatever southern state it was, you told him to go back in and get his wallet. And when he went to get it, oh, I thought he was going to reach for something else, so I decided to shoot him. Bang, 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 bang. You all have found your courage through your Congress. 
the hate that you've been carrying all along, now you know you can get away with it. It's the deep-seated hatred that you've been carrying and harboring all along, and now it's coming to life. And like I said, people, don't get me wrong, I'm not done yet. Montgomery County, that's a real dysfunctional place. The young lady lured some young man there, what was it, yesterday, day before? He was hoping to get busy with the girl. Then some other people jumped out and stabbed him 40 times. 40 times. 40 times. But all lives matter. And while we're at it, let's go to media. They don't pump up what other people who don't look like me do the way they do the people who do look like me. That boy from the Ivy League school who raped that girl, they talked about what daddy say for Cumo. What, what was it that he used? What were the words that he used? I know you all know what he's talking about. A few moments of action. I could have smacked his teeth out of his mouth. As someone who's a survivor of rape, what do you mean a few moments of action? You're all inadequate males, and that's the best your son can do is drag an inebriated woman to some grassy knoll and have his way with her because he couldn't get any otherwise. And then the judge decides, yeah, that might mess up his life. If that was a black man who did it to a white woman, he would have put him in jail for life. And probably if we had hard labor, he would have sent them there too. No, people, it's not equal and it's not fair. It's not equal and it's not fair. But to the people that look like me, you need to get a hold of who you are. You need to take your families back. You need to stop making these babies when you know you can't afford them. Because guess what? He's not going to stay with you because he impregnated you, fools. He's not going to do it. End of discussion, stupid. Get up off of your lazy asses and get a job. No matter what, the government's set up a way where your, your, your payments are subsidized. Go out and get a job. Make yourself useful because when you work for what you have, at least in some form, you appreciate it more. You take care of it more. And again, right now, I need to talk to home base. I'm not talking to everyone else. I'm not talking to the privileged. But I have something for you to trust me. Before I go, I'll be dealing with that too. Because I'm tired, people. I'm tired. I am tired. I am tired. I know. Not too long ago, I turned on the right blanket of a policeman. This was Howard County. He turned on his white blanket. I moved to the next lane. He moved to the next lane. Then I decided to go straight. He decided to go straight. He followed me from. Route 32 in Howard County, all the way down to Rolling Road and Route 40. He stayed behind me the entire time. If I switched the lane, he switched the lane. This was a Howard County policeman, and he didn't look like me either. And to you officers, I applaud that female officer who put it out there and said it like it is. To you officers who do look like me, and you hang out with your buddies who don't look like you, and you laughing and joking with them while they're hurting people who look like you, that's just telling them they don't like you either. 
And if they need to throw you under the bus, as so many people who I see every day tend to say, they will do it. So you need to wake up too, brothers and sisters. The problem doesn't start outside. The problem starts from within, and so does the solution. I'm just so discouraged and tired. I'm tired. Black radio stations, some of you all come off with some of the dumbest stuff every day. I get so tired of hearing you all making jokes out of things that should not be joked upon. They should not be joked about. It's not funny. Some of you bring no real decent content to anything. Some of you I listen to on my way home. And some of you, I don't like you, period. I don't like anything about you, but what I am willing to do is when you say something that makes sense, I will come home, find it, and I will share it. When you say something that makes sense. There are some of you who, when you had decent DJs on, they got rid of them, but they kept their sidekicks, which I didn't see a need for then, and I don't now. I don't like you. But if you ever say something that's worth sharing, I will. I will put aside the fact that I think that you're ignorant as hell. If you say something that makes sense, I will share it. Our music makes no sense. All these rappers, so-called thing, talking about how women like to do this and that. With that, you probably don't have anything bigger than a tic-tac, and you're singing about it. Because if you have it, you don't have to keep singing about it and promoting it. And not every woman is going to want what you pack. And trust me when I say, if you're good at what you do, you don't have to. It will speak for itself. And we, the world doesn't need to know what you're packing in your pants. A lot of people pack some good product, but they don't know what to do with it. I'm just saying. This is why I had to stop my Sunday morning inspiration, because I needed to keep it a little bit more real than that. And today is one of those days. So don't sit up here and talk to me about they, 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 they. Hell with them. It's about we, 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 we. Oh, yeah, we can shut them down. If we crippled this economy, we already don't have anything. They keep us at bay. They don't pay us what we're worth. They don't hire us for the jobs that we're qualified for. You can talk about affirmative action all you want. The only thing that's affirmed is the fact that we're not being treated fairly. So I say this to you. Clean up home. Come back. You need to know what products work best for our hair, for this and that, where we can go back to being who we are. I don't have nails because they tend to break. And I type a lot. And I hate when I have nails and I'm trying to type. Because nowadays, the way that they make computer keyboards, they're not made for people who have long, long, long nails. That's just my personal take on it. It doesn't work for me. 
And if you want to like me or dislike me based on the length of my nails, I don't need you in my life anyway. And if I have hair that you can't run your fingers through in all moments of passion because I don't want you to feel the tracks and the glue and everything else and tacks and staples or whatever they put it in with now, then, um, yeah, you don't need me, and I shouldn't be with you or anybody else. We need to go back to respecting who God made us to be. If you don't like me because of my darker hue, step on. I can't change that. I'm not getting any bleaching cream. And so many of you want to be the very people who hate you. It's ridiculous. And there are people who, I don't give a damn whether or not they're doing it by choice or whether they're doing it by force, but they do respect me or they do in my presence. And I know there's Uncle Tom's and Aunt Thomasina's out there who will talk a good game in my face and then be right up there and the people who don't look like us face sucking up to them behind the scenes. Yeah, I know that too. Everything that I know, I don't have to bring to everyone's attention because it's not for them. You need to know when to keep your mouth shut. All that big running around, making pretend and acting like, you know, that posture of, of I'm somebody, please. Everybody in this world thinks that they're somebody. Why do you think so many people out here now talking about keep America great again? Make America great again. I have an answer for that, too. So for all of you who want to make America great again, leave. It was just fine until you came. According to history on that Nina Pinta in Santa Maria, you brought disease, famine, misery, and strife. Leave. Go back to where you came from, and America will be great again. I guarantee you that. So, again, the problem isn't with everybody around you. The problem is with you. America was great. That's why you wanted to keep it for yourself, and that's why you tried to take it over, because it was great. It was great until you showed up. Tag-alongs. So you want it to be great again, leave. Get out. Go. Because in case you didn't know, you're an immigrant and you are an implant too. Leave. You don't like it, go. Go back to where you came from. Matter of fact, build your new Nina 2, Penta 2, and Santa Maria 2. Giddy up and get gone. Problem solved. That's the only way you will make America great again, unless we come together and make a new and improved America when we work together and we come together. Other than that, if you don't like America and you want it to be great, you have to start off by making the first step to fix it. Leave. Go. That's how you can make it great again. You only have two choices. Leave or let's come together. That's it in a nutshell. That's what this show was all about. I can't even disconnect from the show, amazingly. So it'll keep working because Blog Talk Radio is down. And I'm going to keep saying it because Blog Talk has to do better. They really do. When you are paying for a service, you expect to get it. And this is another thing. Don't let people get over on you. Don't let people mistreat you when you're paying them your money. Stand up. But when you're on EBT, you have no rights. 
and then you don't care because you're getting it free. And I find it so amazing that all these people on EBT, the hair's done, the nails done, they got a junkie man around them, they got a brood of children with them, and most of them are overweight. So you eating well, you sleeping well, you probably driving well or riding well on my hard-earned tax dollars. And I can't even get the, the, the Department of Education to work with me when I wrote to them in 2012. And those fools wrote back to me over three years later in 2015 talking about sorry for the delay. We're professionals. And uh, once we uh, get your, your account set up to repay your loan, we'll start you all over again. They can't find the money that I paid before. Can't tell me when I went to DeVault, when I was still in school, when I was in deferment. They haven't answered any of those questions, but they're professionals. These are the types of things that we need to rise up and fight against. And then some of you are saying, that's why I can't go to school. Let me tell you something. You can go to a junior college and get your AA degree and do more than you're doing now, and you still won't pay as much as you are for college or university. So if they don't think that I'm not going to fight for them to give me credit for the three and a half, three and a half years that I paid payments, made payments to them when they were nowhere to be found, they are mistaken because they're in for the fight of their life because the Department of Education is one of the worst rackets out here and loan sharks. My nonprofit foundation teaches you how to become successful and how to save for school so that you won't have to deal with these loan sharks and these criminals. But you won't support my nonprofit, which is IRS approved and recognized. You'll go out there to the ABC company and this big company where the CEOs are making millions of dollars and very little actually goes into their so-called mission and programs. But their CEOs and everyone working there are millionaires because of your donations. But will you give to us? If you want to give to us, go to thewallfoundationinc.org. Click on the donation site. There's several ways there. We're about to go pick up our shop for cars for Macy's coupons. So you'll even be able to get those if you want that. And they're only $5 a piece. And that's a weekend-long event. So I'm telling you now, we're here to help you. If I can't help you, I certainly won't hurt you. I won't hurt you. But I made it my life's mission to improve those who are in need. And you notice when I talk every now and then, I have to bring it up for sake of my argument that I'm making today. But I said that my son happened to be a male who grew up to become a husband and father to more males. Didn't say black males. They're males. They're humans. They're human beings. I've helped people all over the world, no matter what social economic group they are, what ethnicity they are, because to me, all of our lives matter. When you want to do better and you are serious about it, I'm here to help you. I don't care what color you are until my last breath. And if I have to become that new voice of reason in this world, maybe God sent me back to become one of these new advocates, one of these new leaders, one of these people that I'm not saying too many of right now. My life matters. Your life matters. 
those seven people who died, their lives mattered too. I may not have agreed with how they were living their lives. I may not have agreed with the fact that, you know, some of the things that they did prior to, for those that had records, I may not have agreed with a lot of things. But that female officer had one good point. If you're a cop and you are using your insecurities, you're using that badge and gun, to make you feel like you're more of a human being, a man or a woman, then you don't need to be in that uniform ever. And if you're that chicken shitted where you are going to pull out your gun just to because it's a black person, let me shoot him. Yeah, bang, 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 bang. And then I'm going to say I felt fearful for my life. That's getting really old and tired right about now. You need to stop the mess. You don't belong in that uniform. You belong in jail with the very people who you put there because you're no better than some of them are. This wasn't procedure. Killings were murder. But 10 to 1, those officers will get off in the short attention span. We'll forget about them until the next person is killed and the next person is killed and the next person is killed. No, we don't have all of the stories, but I'm pretty sure that you all are going to look for any dirt that you want on that Castile person. I watched that young man lie in that car on the passenger side, and he was like, oh, you could hear him talking before he died. And all you saw was the blood just coming on his shirt. Two days back to back, I wake up to this. I always check to see what's happened over in the world overnight. Two days, back to back. It was too much for even me. And then to see some of the stupid, illiterate, insensitive, ignorant comments by people who used to be my friends. You've shown your true colors. I'm not going to get into an arguing match with you. But what I will say is that, guess what? I see you. I know what you're all about now. I see you. <sighs> wow. I, I I shut down for almost the entire week. I had no inspiration. I had no motivation. I had nothing. And I had so many people writing to me saying, you got to get it together. I need you. I need you. This is the effect but that's causing not just me, it's several people. When the people who others depend on the most are just that broken and and, and, and dismay and disappointment and shut down, that should tell the world something. There are whites out there who are highly upset behind this. And then there's you little closet racists and you closet people who feel entitled, who want to try to rationalize all of this. And you have that right. I'm not going to argue with you. And I have my right to do my show and talk the things that I'm saying too. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not even going to acknowledge you. In this country, we have no choice but to come together or we will fall. There are countries out there that hate us for a host of reasons. They cannot wait to come in and take over, more so than they have because we owe so much money to so many other countries, it's ridiculous. 
money, people. Your black life might not matter, but your black dollar does. And until we stop spending them, and to you black business owners, until you start treating your customers right, and stop trying to get over and giving us substandard products and trying to charge us more than you would charge people that don't look like us, you need to change too because you are part of the problem, but you can also become a part of the solution. That's the realization of the world that we live in. That is what we need to do. We need to fix home plate before we can fix first, second, third, or the outfield. That's the realization of it can't do that, then we are bound to fall. This is not something new. An ugly giant has been awakened. Yes, all of the leaders of the past, they fought for us to get to this point. The hatred has always been, it's been there throughout history. But some of us, we have convinced ourselves that we're better than others. The light don't like the dark. The browns don't like anybody. They'll fit in wherever they can go. Or however you want to switch up that particular matrix and make it work. I became successful in business because people who did not look like me mentored me and took me under their wings, while those that did discouraged me. I became a better person in this world because the people who heard my plight, who wanted to hear my story, my life, Help me to realize, number one, that my story isn't unique. Number two, that I have the power to make a choice to change. When those who were closest to me decided, oh, I don't want to hear what you have to say because I don't want to get involved. This is another plight. We need to fix that. There's so many broken people in this world because people who could have and should have done something chose not to. We need to fix that. We are part of the problem as much as we are part of the solution. The solution is there. And we're going to have the opposition. We're still going to be dying. We're still going to be killed. But if we start one family at a time, one community at a time, fixing things and looking out for one another like we used to do way back when, change. I know what it's like to be bullied and picked on. Back in the day when I was a child, there was no word called bullying. It's been around forever. And for generation after generation, we as a people have not been looking out for our own. It's been every man, woman, and child for his or herself. We need to fix that. We need to make that work. If we can't do that, we're going to fall, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's going to get a lot worse. People are talking about, oh, we got to make sure that people can't buy these guns. That's not the problem. Because if they can't buy them legally, check your history, people. People have always been able to get the weapons that they wanted and or needed at any given time by whatever means necessary. That's not the issue. Bullies stop. They don't mess with people who they know that can be their better or their equal. They don't mess with people like that. If someone wants to get a gun and hurt people, they're going to do that. My opinion, the only way to stop that is let me arm myself. At least 
maybe I can save some lives. Even if I lose my own in the process, maybe I can save the lives of others. And trust me, I'm going to do everything in my power to take that gunman down. I have weapons. I'm not giving them up because that's the only thing that I have to keep me with any sense of security because I don't have any in our police force. I have no faith in them whatsoever. I've seen how they operate. And that means brown, white, Asian, whatever they are, Latino, doesn't matter. I've seen how they operate. I need to be able to protect myself. So until next time, sorry that I can't have the music playing for you. I There's just no way for me to do it. Um, I'm just going to keep praying. And I don't pray for one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm praying for all seven of those people who lost their lives, who connected to one particular series of events. And for those of you spewing all the hatred and negativity, last film I saw was a black man who told the police where that gunman had run run to in Dallas. Not every black person agrees with this. Violence is not the answer. You want to make a war? Make it an economic war. Take your black dollars back. Learn how to save. Learn how to invest. Stop buying all this unnecessary crap. You can't take with you, and if someone doesn't like you, they're going to try to take it from you anyway. So until later, be well, be blessed. I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. And I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way from this very point and beyond. If you'd like to get involved, there's several ways. We're on uh, Facebook. We have several groups. Wow, Women of Wisdom and Worth. Uh, Our main groups are Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is our urban group. We have a specialized group, Focus Females Global. That is a specialized group of sisters who are the real heavy hitters in many industries. Um, You can request to come there, but um, that is a specialized group for people who are ready to make that change and who know the business of their business. Over on Google+, Plus, we have the Relationship Recovery Group there. Our numbers are 202-618-2556. Visit our website, cmariawall.com, and my email is letsgrow at cmariawall.com. Visit us at focusfemalesglobal.com, and, of course, the wallfoundationinc.org, which is an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 nonprofit. Until next time, be well, be blessed. I hope to see you soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful remainder of your weekend, everyone. Take care. And remember, as much as you are part of the problem, you can become a part of the solution. See you soon.